Years ago, I offered a funeral mass for a wonderful man, and afterwards his widow came up to me and she said, Father, that was so beautiful. I want to thank you for offering the funeral mass for my husband. It was just perfect. And when my day comes, I'd like you to do the same for me. I said, Madam, I'd be honored. I just happen to be very busy. Do you have a date? <laughs> About a month or two before she died, she called me and she said, I have a date. And she planned it. And she died on the day that she said she would die. And she had it all mapped out and everything was ready. And we offered the funeral mass for her. She was prepared. Time. Time is such a precious gift to use wisely because we know not the hour, not to live in fear of that, but to be sober and to be honest and courageous about it and to say there will be a time, there will be a date, there will be an hour when the Lord will call me home. Stay awake and be ready, for you do not know on what day the Son of Man will come. Again, this is not meant to make us afraid of Jesus. It's really designed to wake us up and to put the stuff of the world in perspective so that we don't get so consumed by all that stuff that we've been talking about these last weeks, all the stuff that keeps us from our fundamental vocation in life, and it's true for every man and woman, from caveman to the present, to the end of time, created by God, why? To know, to love, and to serve him first. And then our neighbor and ourselves. But to love, to know the Lord, the time it takes to do that. For some more time, for some less. But whatever the time is, it's your gift from God. Because so many of us will say, at the time of a funeral or the end of life, we say things like, I, I just wish I had more time. I wish we had had more time together. I wish there was more time to do so many more things that we didn't do together. I wish there were just more time. And when even elderly people die, our loved ones, grandparents and great-grandparents and even our own parents, and we say, oh, I just wish there were more time. True enough, but time is a gift. And when you acknowledge the gift, all you can say is, thank you. There are people who live short lives, people who live long lives. A short life is not a curse. It's the gift of God. And so it's very important for us to look at our lives very honestly and to say, I don't know the time. It could be tonight but I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be honest about it. I'm going to get my act together. I'm going to even perhaps like this widow I was referring to, plan the date. Start thinking about that. I know that sounds so weird, but it's really not. The disciples were always interested in being with the Lord. In fact, they couldn't wait to see him again. For the Christian, this is a great gift of hope 
I don't see heaven. I don't know what it will look like. I can imagine. But my guess is I have no clue. But that doesn't mean I don't hope. I hope for things I cannot see. What does St. Paul say so beautifully? Faith, in tonight's second reading, is the realization of what is hoped for. I have faith in the Lord because I have the hope to realize what I cannot see. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's a beautiful definition of faith. The realization of what is hoped for. I realize what I hope for. Even now, I hope for heaven. I realize there's a heaven, and I hope for that. I can't see it. I can't taste it. I can't measure it. But I know it. This is very important for young people, too, who say, I I can't believe in anything unless I see it with my own eyes. I won't understand it until I sense it and taste it and touch it. It's got to be that real. There are a lot of things in life that we do not taste or touch or see or hear, but we know they're real. For example, truth. We know the truth. I can't see truth. I can't taste truth, but I know the truth. Or beauty. Really, you, you think you see beauty. No, you see beautiful things, but to actually see beauty? No, that's what I know. I know it's beautiful. How about love, L-O-V-E? Now we feel love, but I mean love, L-O-V-E. I know it, but I can't taste it. I can't touch it, but I know it's real. And this is the kind of stuff that is of our faith. We don't see these things. We can't taste these things. We can't touch these things in themselves, but we know they're real. When I look at bread and wine in a moment on this altar of sacrifice, what do I see? I see bread and wine, but what do I know is there? The body and blood of Jesus. I'm not tasting it like a cannibal, but I know it. And lots of things like this. This is the realization of what is hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, like heaven. And In that same reading by St. Paul, he goes on to talk about how Abraham ventured out into a place he did not know where he was going. God called him and said, go there and do this. He had no idea. I had no idea myself as a priest that I'd end up here at St. Anne's or at another parish or here or there. All the things, I had no idea. I had my own plan. This is what I was going to do with my life. And the Lord said, no, you're going to follow me as a priest. If I had known then that I'd only be making $27,000 a year, I would never have been a priest. If I had known then that much of my time as a priest would be spent fundraising and administration and maintenance and infrastructure and all that stuff, I would never have signed up to be a priest. But that was my plan, not the Lord's. So we give ourselves over to him, whatever our vocation life, we give ourselves over to him over time. And over time, he takes our lives and he perfects them and gives us hope for things we cannot see. It's why a lot of people, I don't think, believe 
or have left the church because they didn't get what they wanted to see. They didn't get what they hoped for. But what were they hoping for? I'm not sure what they were hoping for. Now you're here because you hope for things you cannot see. And that makes a big difference in your life. You believe, but you do not see. You know, but you do not taste. You understand, but you don't hear it. All this is a gift over time, and to use that time well. And while we have the time of summer in these last weeks, especially for families and our children, to take the time to be with the Lord and take him on vacation with you, don't leave him behind. Always make time for him because he has always made time for you.